Houston Pet Set family and friends. We are in the house today with Sunbun and our special guest, Joy Southern from Healing Species Texas. We're so delighted to have you here today, Joy. And of course, our, my co-host, Tina Lundquist-Faust uh, from Houston Pet Set, co-president. So um, we brought Sunny here today as a special guest because Joy and Sunny have a history. Uh, they've been working together for quite a few years, along with your daughter, Emily. And so we wanted to um, wanted to share some stories and share kind of what we do when we are out in the field. Right, Joy? Right. There's a right. lot of this going on. When you, <laughs> when you mix your business with animals, sometimes there's a lot of unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, tell us, is. Joy, tell us um, a little bit about healing species and why you use dogs like Sunny and just a little bit about, about your everyday life in the rescue and ch children world. Well, yes, and to back up, like what healing species does. Yeah. Yeah, it's such an important um, service that you provide to the children in our community. Thank you. Um, and thanks for having us. Um, we are not a rescue group, which is what you guys are so um, so helpful with, all the rescue organizations. But our dogs that we use in our program, they're all rescues. So uh, Healing Species, it's a violence intervention character education program, and it is taught with the assistance of rescue dogs. The dogs accompany all of our instructors into a classroom, and a lesson is taught based on what that dog has experienced. So, um, if we were if we were going to talk about Sunny, <laughs> we just got down. Um, Sunny comes with us to um, the Harris County Juvenile Detention Facilities. He's he's a big hit there. Um, the kids love a pit bull, um, but more importantly, they love to hear of a story of a dog that has. Um, overcome so much that has gone through some abuse and neglect, which many of them have, and then um, and then has persevered and has um, so much to give. So Sonny's really important to the program, and the and the kids just adore him. They adore him. So we're hopefully we're going to get back. Yes. <laughs> We can't wait for that. That's one of his favorite days is to be in that juvenile detention center with those kids. And, you know, I always say he's not a trained dog at all. I, I just know how to love them. I don't know how to train them. But I think they love that about him. He comes in there. He's bouncy. He has no no manners, really, no rules. And he just bounces around. And they love it. They get on the floor with him. And they're hugging him. And one of the components of your program, I think, Joy, is is to allow these children to feel again in a safe way. And by bringing these rescue animals in whose stories mimic theirs, they can identify with them a little bit, even if it's an, on an unconscious, subconscious level. But also they, um, they can show something, love and affection, that they might not be able to do with anybody else because these children did not wind up in these situations for good reasons. Right. You know, they've probably had a very rough beginning. So um, letting them feel some love, some compassion, some joy, yes. some momentary, um, I guess, craziness with some laughter, 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 a little chaos in a yeah. very, yes. very structured environment. The, a little chaos is, yeah. you know, probably more normal for them mm -hmm. than the structure that they've been. Yes forced into. Yeah. Yes. And we, we make sure that the dogs that are in our program, a lot of people say, oh, do you bring, you know, are they therapy dogs? And they're not, you know, they're not certified therapy dogs. We never wanted 
um, to have dogs that have to look to us for direction. You know, we need them to be spontaneous with with the kids. And and the reason we have a rescue dog is because we want the kids to feel something, mm-hmm. just like you nailed it. I mean, you nail. We want them to feel something. Mm-hmm. Um, many of them, the only emotion they feel is anger or they're numb mm-hmm. and numbness leads to all sorts of things mm-hmm. so um it's very important that the dog has a story it's very important that he is um he's overcome things and and that translates into teaching a lesson to the children we can't teach what we teach without the dogs mm-hmm. right. we we yeah. can't um, we're not therapists, mm-hmm. so and it's not talk therapy, but it's identifying with with that dog. Even even a dog that um, you know, if we're going to teach even a lesson on diversity and tolerance, uh, we make sure that the kids understand dogs don't care what the other dog looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, all they care about is, is this dog going to be nice to me. And right. so, um, all of our lessons are going to be focused on this dog and his behavior. So, um, and I'll back up just a second. The history of the program is Please. kind of important because um, it was it was formed, I think we're looking at 17 years ago by Sherry Thompson, and she was an attorney, defense attorney, criminal defense attorney. And she found that um, when she interviewed the violent offenders, and these were the, the folks that had committed what they called depraved heart crimes, um, they had two things in common. They were abused as children, and they took their first act of abuse out on an animal. So uh, she wanted to build a program that would address the heart of the child. And it's it may seem sort of hokey when you go into a big detention center of boys and you want them to talk about their hearts. But... That's how you break through to yes. get them to understand this is about feeling mm-hmm. and, and this is about empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the program has a basis in, in criminal justice. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're, we work very hard throughout the 14 lessons to get to that point where um, a child understands that their worth really comes from advocating for another mm-hmm. um, and that's what these dogs represent. Yeah. I mean, Sunny represents. That's such an important point mm-hmm. because Sunny's story, which you probably need to tell, yeah. is so um, critical to his um, being in this environment mm-hmm. because he, as you said, had a, a horrible beginning. A horrible yeah. beginning. Well, his he. I think they can identify when we say, you know, I found Sunny on the streets. He was shot, and they all. Roll out. He's a blue, you know. He's a pit. Do you breed him? And it's an opportunity for us at that point to say, no, we don't need to breed these dogs. If you want a dog like Sunny, there are hundreds of thousands, literally, in this city. Yeah. So let's rescue because right. this guy, this guy was sad when I found him, you know. And there's a first touch point. Can mm-hmm. I identify with sad? You know, do they dare go there? So he's sad when I found him. He's scared. He's hungry. He is traumatized. These are all things we can say about Sunny that we don't have to say about them, but they might yes. identify yeah. with yeah. in that in that really quiet way. And Joy, I am a therapist and I see what happens and the the lengths that you get to or the I guess the place you get to in one to two hours with those boys with mm-hmm. one dog 
is, is worth many therapy sessions because you break through immediately by telling his story and getting yeah. them to identify with some of these feelings in a non-threatening way. Right. And that's so important. And and you know what? It, it, it might teach them just to be nicer to animals. It yeah. might teach them just to be nicer to each other. It might teach them it's okay to have these feelings. Right. Um, Sonny was sad. I was sad. Um, you know, and then his his big lesson is he had a rough beginning. He was found in a ditch. He was shot. He was homeless. Nobody cared about him. But someone came along, that one person, and two people in this case, a whole carload, but two people brought him home. And with a little love and a little TLC, now he's a contributing member of society. <laughs> yeah. So you can have a rough beginning, but you don't have to have a rough ending. You yes. don't have to have, that doesn't have to be your life story. It can be a chapter or two, and then you can have some good chapters after that. So when we tell Sonny's story, we just pray that they can see that in themselves. And and recognize that they're needed <clears throat> because... Um, He's needed. Mm-hmm. Did right. he know he would be needed when he was? Oh, my gosh. Probably not. Right. He felt like he was a nuisance. There you go. Yeah. So um, we want these kids to understand they're needed, not just to rescue animals. We would hope that they're all going to do that one day. But we want them to recognize that they have great worth mm-hmm. and they're needed. Um, and another thing that's important with what we teach is, is this. Is he talking? Yeah. He wants back in. He wants back in on his chair. He wants back in on the chair. I'm ready for my take, Mr. Dean. Yeah. (laughs) You ready, Sanban? Oh, look at him. He's so ready. Is he ready? Oh, good. He's waiting for the boys, probably. He's waiting for the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Where where are the boys? Why are they with the boys? That's that's you. But when you said two people came and a carload came, well, you saw him with your heart. And Mm -hmm. and our first lesson is is to ask these kids to see with their hearts, uh-huh. not just their eye. I mean, we, you know, there were a lot of people that probably saw Sonny on the road. Just like, you know, there's a lot of dogs. We there's some pretty famous right. ones in Houston now yeah. that that walked around like Gus walked around yes. with his head like that for a month mm-hmm. or, or more. And there's people that saw him with their eyes, but they didn't see him with their heart. So mm. we teach kids it's important, uh, like the kiddo that gets beat up every day. Yeah. You make sure that you're seeing him with your heart, not just and and don't feel sorry for right. him. Empathy leads to responsibility. It means you mm. do something about it. So. Um, our lessons are, I mean, it looks like it's all cute, you know, coming in with a dog, pet the dog, but they're not, they're, they're all very targeted, hard hitting lessons, Mm -hmm. um, that, that address social and emotional learning, which is a big deal now, but 10 years ago when we started, we weren't talking about that, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, now they are. So, um, we will continue, um. bringing lots of different dogs in. And, and um, I think we just added, we added a pup that has, what is it, the, where their feet are? From being in a, in yes, a cage. Yes, yes. Yep, and, not being able to walk. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We just, we just added her, and she's going to work um, the elementary school campuses. Wow. I know. Nice. Joy, um, when you do this program and you go through the curriculum with the children, do, is there a way to measure the outcome? Is there? Do you have like stories about how the animals have impacted the lives of of these kids? Different 
uh, facilities or mm -hmm. campuses um, have different ways of measuring. We use the empathy index. That's that's a test, a pretest and post test that we use. And then one of the detention centers uses a resiliency scale. Mm -hmm. So those are scientific. I mean, those are right. you know uh, weighted. Um, post and pre-tests, but then uh, we also go by whatever the campus um, discipline measurements are, you sure. know, in-school suspensions, you know, how many in-school suspensions have we reduced? Um, I mean, they can even play with academics because it does, yeah. our program does get a teacher to say, all right, we talked about so-and-so today. Can we write you know, can we do a, a writing exercise on that dog? So um, we we do have for elementary school um, uh, curriculum. It's aligned with the Texas Essential Elements. Mm -hmm. So great standard. But once you once you break down those barriers, those emotional barriers, that numbness, that anger, whatever that might be, you can tap into their cognitive skills yes. that, and, and what are they able to do? Because if you're shut down emotionally and socially and spiritually, you're not probably not going to be performing at your highest level. No. And if you're getting lessons like math, history, science, you know, I mean, you're, you're living, I, I had, yeah, I, um, I know some of these situations, if you're living with that po PTSD, the mm -hmm. post-traumatic stress, you're not open to learning. You've got no. to be able to bring that that level down in order to bring up your academic yes. skills a little bit. So, yes. yeah. You know, I just want to point out how, how valuable these animals are, too. This is a dog, as Tina said, was a nuisance on the street. He was mm -hmm. shot at. People wanted to get him out of the neighborhood. And now he comes in and you, we're talking about what he's doing with with these kids. And it's not just Sunny, it's all of these rescue dogs have these skills. So here we have this, this nuisance in Houston. Yes. But if we just take a little time and energy, we can take that and make them a valuable part of society. And it, it really adds, you're helping us add value and show the value of rescue dogs yes. in the community. Yes. So we're so and grateful for that too. Aw, well, they are, they and, are. I mean, they're, they're all, and I think we have, I think there's 110 now in wow, the program wow, joy. so um, and they're all rescue dogs they're all rescue not one is trained not a beautiful we you know there's is a, that a, is that a stipulation is that a condition of the program that oh, they are rescued they have, they have to, to be, be rescued beautiful yeah they have to be rescued and um and they we have some that you know their their folks have put them through the therapy dog mm -hmm. program so we have some that do that but not that many do you have one story that sticks out in your mind about a child with a dog? I do, and it's probably, I mean, because Sunny's here, it's probably going to be a, an important lesson because it's a pit bull story. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, we brought, I don't know if you remember the dog Jagger. Do you remember hearing about Jagger? He was a, he's a pit bull that um, was um, part of a raid, a dog fighting raid that, um, so he, he was a fighting dog. He wasn't a bait dog. He was actually a fighting dog, but he looked like a bait dog. Um, <clears throat> but he came into the program, and we took him into, um, he was at Leadership Academy in one of the Harris County facilities. And it was, uh, it was the lesson on, on, it was a dog fighting lesson, because we do that in detention. We do make sure they understand that, 
it's it's a criminal offense, and then we make sure they also understand if they if they are aware of it happening anywhere, they can call a hotline, and if it leads to arrest, they get I mean they get money. But this dog Jagger, he's lost half of his face, so he's his he, you see his gums and lips and everything, and then he's like he's got cigarette burns all over him. And one of the boys asked if, and he was one of the boys that really sat back. We didn't, he didn't communicate much, but he asked prior to us coming if he could have a few minutes with that dog by himself. And, um, and the guards allowed that. They allowed him to go into a room with that dog and he laid on that dog and cried because he was a dog fighter. He fought dogs. So he was he was apologizing. He wanted to say he was sorry. And this dog just crawled in his lap. I mean, he's just, he was just such a love bug of, yeah, a, yeah. of no, a dog. No judgment. None. You know, none. Mm-mm. And that it's, forgiveness. Yeah. So that important. Forgiveness. Yes. Yeah. And forgive himself. Forgive himself. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. to forgive himself as well. And, right. and those moments are pivotal, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that yeah. might be the difference in that boy going right or left in his life, yes. you know? Yes. You think about this program, Joy, and the difference you've made in how many students have been exposed to this? How many thousands? Thousands? Yeah. Tens of thousands, Ten. probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what an impact. Yeah. What an impact you've made in our community. Well, what an impact these dogs, you right. know, yeah. these dogs have made. So um, we're still always looking for, now last year was goofy, you yeah. know, we, didn't get to do much of it. We did, I was telling Jill, we did online, which was just. Oh, like today. <laughs> yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up, because Spring asked us to do all their second graders online. And that's, I don't know how many campuses, but so we 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 did a film on every dog that we were going to show. We did their little film and their, their person telling their story. So that was their film. And then Emily and, and the other instructors would be at home with what we called the homeroom dog, because we couldn't have that same dog with us all the time. So we had a homeroom dog who'd sit in her lap or get off or, or fall off the day bed. I mean, it just was, <laughs> it was different, but um, we did yeah. it. Yeah, and you're back in the schools this year. <laughs> I think we'll face be, to face. We'll yeah. be back in detention so in July, so we'll be calling you up. Great. He's yes. open anytime. I want to point out too that, you know, the way Sonny loves these kids is a way we need to love them as well. Yeah. Usually this is about animals, but um, really it's about children too. I mean, it, in a really big way, it's all of our vulnerable populations that we really need to take care of. And these children were not born bad. No. They were not born bad. No. These are a lot of times the ones we've been to see are 19 and younger and yes. they probably have a felony conviction. So they've had some rough times in their in their short lifespans and they didn't start out bad. It, they're a product of their environment and we have to remember that. We, I think that it's important in the city and every city to break that cycle mm-hmm. and that's what you're doing, Joy. You yeah. know, you're, you're doing that with these kids and you're you're giving them that second chance at a second chapter like Sunny had, you yes. know, second, and so many rescue dogs and people yes. watching this who have rescue dogs, that second, third chance is so, so, it's so important. important. But these children are so sweet when you get in there and just like we we're crying just a little bit ago, I walk in and it's hard for me not to cry because I think, I think of them as victims and not, and not bad oh, people and they're <laughs> products and 
how can we how can we stop this? You know, stop it at a younger age. Thank God you're doing it now, Joy. But how do we get to right. that sooner too? Because this is our society we're talking about. Well, and and the if you look at it an ROI, you know, because we know how much it costs to incarcerate for years <laughs> or a lifetime after somebody has committed a lot of violent crimes right. and and you know harmed society. But if you can, as you said, prevent that, the ROI on Investing in these kids at this age in lieu of as they get older and that wall becomes higher and higher right. and stronger and stronger and harder to break through is critical. Yeah, it's, it is. And I think the last few years, the education establishments have recognized that where, you know, Texas is always very teach the test, teach the test, teach the test. And, and, um, and we had a hard time getting breaking into schools because we take 40 minutes mm-hmm. of an instructional day once a week. Mm-hmm. And we can do it from 8 to 14 lessons. But it was always like, oh, I don't know if we can give you 40 minutes once a week. Yeah. But it's, it's starting to, we've had more school districts come around and say, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, as long as they're okay with having dogs in the yeah. school. And that's coming around as well. So, um yeah, we hope to, I mean, we hope to get, we, we do all age groups. And, and I do remember when you guys would come into detention, the, the kids were, they're always so polite. Mm-hmm. They're really yeah. polite, but they're not always polite if you don't have a dog sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're not always. It can be because they, they see an adult coming in. Oh, somebody's going to come in and right. tell me how to live again. Right. You know? well, they don't trust authority <laughs> figures either because they've learned to. And I've had personal experience with that, having my own children and foster children and in seeing them targeted because of what they look like or where they're at or who their friends might be or might have been. So they don't trust these authority figures, which, you know, coming in, that's what we probably look like. But um, yeah, with the dog, with a dog, it breaks Mm -hmm. all that down. And the other thing that's important that in our lessons, when we get to probably in the middle, we, we make sure they understand that, um, there are people that see them. Once again, we're going with the heart. There are people that see them with their heart. Not everybody is going to, you know, absolutely. So, and our dogs have had to, our dogs have had to learn that our dogs have had to learn. There are people that see them with their heart because We have a lot of dogs that probably started out, you know, hiding in a corner. Right. And and it took a while to gain trust and mm-hmm. for them to understand they weren't going to be hurt. So, um, so much of, of our lessons are going to align with, you know, how a, a rescue dog yeah. has mm-hmm. had to grow. And I think it's so important that you use pit bulls. And this is kind mm-hmm. of pivoting back to animals mm-hmm. and rescue animals. Mm-hmm. But pit bulls get such a bad rap. And because when you get bit by a pit bull, it's a big bite. If yeah. you get bit by a chihuahua, it's, it's you know, it's it's a it's a, a bad 10 seconds. Right. So pit bulls are so maligned yeah. in our society. And when we go to the shelters and we walk the rows and rows and rows of animals, what, 50, 60 percent? Mm-hmm are pit bulls because people continue to breed them. They, you know, and they're disposable in our society. And so for you to show the value of them is so, so important. So glad that you use them and you are open to that. And it also 
I think for a lot of these children, they probably would um, respond more to a pit bull than they would a well-groomed poodle yes. or a Westie or something like that. Yes. It's instant, you know, recognition to something that they've seen before. They can identify more yeah. easily with it. It's it been is. In there yet. They love this dog, you know. <laughs> he loves who them. Who doesn't love Sonny? <laughs> He's such a goofy, goofy little guy. Oh, he wore himself out. Yeah. <laughs> Tired. That's <laughs> yeah. too cute. Joy, if people want to help healing species and help mm-hmm. you, what's the number one thing? And then we'll get to number two and three. But what's the number one thing that you need help with in order to grow this program? Because I think, honestly, I think every school needs healing species. Every school needs you and an Emily and a Sunny in yes. there whatever it may be, you know, to help kids learn how to read, to bring their fears down, to control ADD, ADHD, to um, autistic children. We know so many statistics about dogs and dogs, but then all the way up to those who find themselves in these detention centers. So what's the number one thing you need help with in order to continue to grow this? Well, it's kind of tricky because, um, you know, we have to make a, a, we have to make a pretty good case when we go in and sell the mm-hmm. program. And it Who takes... Do you sell to? Well, I we guess. sell to superintendents. Mm-hmm. Okay. We sell to um, uh, heads of departments at you know, social emotional learning or the counseling department. Mm-hmm. That's who we sell to. So it's always a district sell. Mm-hmm. Um, very rarely is it a campus sell. Mm-hmm. And then for juvenile detentions, it's county sell. So mm-hmm. we have the counties. It's, it's, it's just... It's a difficult sale, but the the people that buy it are brave. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. Yeah. I mean, they're brave because they're taking a risk. Mm-hmm. You know, they're taking sure. a risk on a program that isn't science based. You know, that's everything now is brain science. You know, yes. brain science. This is heart science. This yeah. is what I've always felt about it. It's heart science. Um, we always are looking for instructors and new dogs always want more instructors and more dogs that's important and and emily really pushed me this year she says she really would like more guys teaching mm. oh, so we really gosh. want more guys wow. to teach. good point your son want to teach yes <laughs> oh i bet he would that's yeah. a great idea that's a great idea talk about identifying you know and not breaking down barriers and not having those yeah. those walls up. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's beautiful, Joy. What does it take to become a teacher? Is it a big um, commitment? <clears throat> no, because everybody's part-time. Okay. Everybody's part-time. So um, they work, you know, whatever. We, we keep them on the same project, though. So they they it's a consistency. So if they're going to teach, um, like we teach and in, in, we taught at Freedom Place, the girls, um, the home for the girls of – sex trafficking and and so we had two girls that went the whole 14 weeks there because that's a they they establish a relationship with them so that's a commitment Mm -hmm. you have to be if you want to just teach one project you have to do it for 14 Mm -hmm. right are they are they paid or is that a volunteer it's paid they're paid they have to we have to because it's just too important it's too important we know yep yeah, that volunteers is are wonderful, but they are. Yeah. But when you when you need somebody and they need to be there yes. on time, yeah. it makes perfect sense. So, uh, yeah. it makes perfect sense. Yeah, so. even our even our assistants that that go with the instructor that bring the dog. Maybe they're the ones that bring the dog. They're paid as well. I mean, that that's an important role. 
Yes. <laughs> bring the dog. So, um, yeah, it, it, it has always, I don't think we've ever done volunteers. Mm-hmm. People will ask and volunteer. No, no, no. As Tama said, it's too important. Yeah. But Healing Species is a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. It is. It yes. Is. It's a nonprofit. So you need, you need those people to teach. Yes. You need those people. And if someone doesn't have an animal, I will lend Sonny there all you go. day long. <laughs> there you it's go. his favorite thing to do. He's <laughs> never happier than when he's with a pile of boys yes. and getting love and getting his 80 thousandth treat that day you know his stomach he comes home his stomach's always oh, big <laughs> no but it's so wonderful so you need the teachers yeah. the, the volunteers yeah. and then I know Joy as a nonprofit, you always need funding too so mm-hmm. um you're on our website so you can yes. tell us what your website is so people can it's, go directly it's just healing species Texas mm-hmm. so um and we do write grants um we've this year we'll probably have to write some more, you know, get, you know, getting started. The Katy district is interested now, which was, they've never had a dog on their campus before. So maybe. Great. Okay. (laughs) Well, you're also on our website too. So if you want to go to And thank you for your help with us. Of course. I mean, you, we were able to do two campuses with what you guys helped us with. Well, you know, it's, you're talking about children and the program is for children, but it also speaks to our education component mm-hmm. where we know that we cannot solve this crisis of animal overpopulation in Houston until we educate on yeah. what good guardianship of an animal looks yeah. like. So when you're reaching out to tens of thousands of children, students, people in that age category, and you're teaching them that dogs are good, yeah. they they're not feelings. a nuisance, right. they have feelings, Feel. they love they just want the same thing that the children do to yes. be hugged and fed. And then that makes our job easier in the long run. We have fewer animals that we'll have to rescue down the road. Right. So really the programs feed each other. Yes. And that's what we love to see. That's where Houston Pet Set hits its sweet spot is when we can collaborate and we can um, do things that are so impactful that we're reaching animals, people, children. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's why it's called the healing species. Mm-hmm. I always thought, oh, that because I didn't make it up. But the the I thought oh, I don't know how I feel. It's people still ask healing species. What is it? Well, it's it's what it does. I mean, mm-hmm. it's what they do. Yeah, yeah, and everybody's healed. Yes, know, uh, yes, the children. The animals, mm-hmm. we are, our mm-hmm. society is, our mm-hmm. community is by right. the work you're doing. So right. thank you, Joy. Well, thank, thank you. Guys. I really thank you can't so think of a more important program for our children and Thanks. our dogs. And we're so blessed to know you. I'm blessed to be able to bring Sunny mm-hmm. in. And um, thank you from our community to thank you and your daughter, Emily. Emily. Thank you. Oh, thank you, thank guys. You I remember when you reached out years ago and we're like, what is Healing Species? We're so glad you did. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And that keep it going and keep coffee. it growing. <laughs> that was good coffee. Yes. When we were officing out of Starbucks yes. <laughs> and you walked in with that gorgeous hat, we're like, could she be any more beautiful? I know she's got a pretty hat on. I mean, how do you show up like looking like that? <laughs> We've got dog hair. All of us. Uh, it was great. Well, great thank meeting. you all. Thank, thank you, you all. so much, Joy. Okay. And let us know. Sunny is wide open and anybody out there wanting to volunteer with joy contact yeah. her and contact or me work with joy something. not even yeah. volunteer work with oh, her oh, for yeah. sure yeah, yeah i didn't mean to say volunteer you will get paid you will get <laughs> work paid. with her you yes will, yeah you will and you get know paid. i would think um 
retired teachers might be a good. I know. A, this would be a great thing for them to do. Anybody retired would Any, be great. Anybody. Or, but yeah. the young people and the men, too. Yeah, definitely men. Reaching, reaching these kids. Yeah. yeah. That, that was Emily's. She said, this year, Mom, we have to get more We're going to work on that. Yeah. I think about it. Okay. Thank you, Joy. Thanks. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Sunbud. Bye. Hi, Sunbud. Sun. We love you, Sunbud. <laughs> Sunbud's in the house. <laughs>